Hi there, welcome to our second episode of our four-week podcast themed on the four messages of Advent as we lead up to Christmas. My name is Tessa Green and this episode of Messy Ministries is brought to you by the Wild Factor Institute. In the first episode, we spoke of hope and I pray you are living in hope and great expectation daily. Today, I want to talk about being peaceful on purpose. The question to reflect on is, are you looking for peace in all the wrong places? We live in a world where peace is becoming such an unattainable state. Daily peace is fleeting and it is seen further and further out of reach. Families are breaking down because of fighting, angry words spoken and hurtful actions taken. Communities are destroyed because neighbors do not know each other, support each other or look out for each other. We live in private silos and this isolation makes us bitter and vain. Driven by pride, wanting to be better, have better, achieve more than the next person, no matter what the cost. There is so much poverty and pain and as a result, people are responding to all this in violence. Then there is the global stage where politics, racial tension, prejudice, power, corruption and pride drive out all the peace the world so desperately needs. Joseph Rancid said, be the change you want to see in the world. This quote was made popular by Mahatma Gandhi, who also said, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. It really does start with us, with a choice to live peacefully, purposefully. If each of us choose to practice this, a domino effect will happen. And just like with that gentle tap of the first domino, this wave of peace can start in a most profound way, making an impact far-reaching to all corners of the world if we just start to choose peace on purpose. We cannot change others, we cannot change events around us. However, if we choose to practice inner peace and respond to the outside stimuli in peace, we can and will create a resounding effect for others to respond peacefully as well. As children of God, we have a birthright. Our birthright is joy, thankfulness, love, peace and contentment. We need to learn how to be content with what we have. The nature of this world has taught us when daily ordinary trials occur, we must respond with aggression, hurt and pain. We are not exposed to ways on how to respond to things and events in our lives that shake us. We do not know how to respond in a positive way. So we either fight or flight. And when we flight, we carry that anger, bitterness and pain and resentment with us. Without knowing it, everything else then is a response in that very same tone. The word content can be explained as to be satisfied to a point where you are not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state you are in. Do not get me wrong, it does not mean that you must be satisfied to a point where you accept everything thrown at you, that you do not ever want to seek change or a solution. It just means you get to a point where you do not become anxious or disturbed. There are few things, no matter who and where you are in this world, that steals your peace 
and inability to be content. The first one I think in all of us is greed. We as humans have a nature of not being content no matter how much we have. We always want more. Hebrews 13 verses 5 says, Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For God himself said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. He will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down. Scripture tells us how to be satisfied where we are while we are getting to where we are going. It's the key to be content in the journey and not respond in human nature to these things with greed and with lust. Our peace is stolen by fear, fear of what tomorrow holds. This fear causes us to be unhappy and discontent. We live in fear that we will never get what we desire, that we push ourselves and then in turn push ourselves to whatever limits to gain the desires at the expense of our lives and those around us. We need to practice not submitting to these fearful spirits of thinking I will never be enough, respected enough, admired enough. So we daily wrestle with discontentment. We then search for contentment in all the wrong places. Here this lesson is seen in marriages and relationships. We are not content in our marriage and relationships and no matter what our partners do, we're never satisfied. They are never able to completely satisfy us and make us happy. This we see and hear in the shared many jokes where a wife is the butt end of these jokes and characterized as the incessant complaining woman. But it really is both parties at the end of the day. No matter what the other person in our life does, we are never entirely satisfied. So we look for satisfaction in wants, desires, lusts and power positions, bringing anger, stress, frustration, deception and depression into our lives. All stealers of peace. In Jeremiah 2 verses 13, the prophet Jeremiah refers to looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places as digging in empty wells that have no water in them. I could go on and on on all the triggers that steal our peace. We cry over spilt milk, benchmark our lives constantly against another, the battle of self-degrading, Worrying about everything and nothing, the everyday thoughts of what-ifs and if-only self-conversations we have. We need to purposefully find inner peace and practice everyday action of peace for this peaceful reaction. As children of God, peace is our inheritance. This is why peace is one of the fruits and rewards of the Spirit when we use our gifts of the Spirit daily. The special kind, this special kind of peace is what we are given and should be experiencing all year round and we are most reminded of it at Christmas time. The Prince of Peace is born and we celebrate his birth with each year. This peace was passed on to us 
when the Prince of Peace was about to fulfill his purpose on earth. Before he was crucified, he said to his disciples, and in turn, those of us who believe in him, he said to us, My peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, my peace I bequeath you. In today's terms, the word bequeath is mainly used during the execution of a will. When people die, they bequeath and they leave their most valuable possessions to their loved ones. By giving us his peace, he wanted us to make sure that we, his beloved, inherited the most important and most valuable gift so we can live victorious, full and abundant lives. He left us his peace. So we have it in us. What we choose to do with it is our own choice. May I suggest we practice stop allowing peace dealers in and identifying them when they are happening. When we get agitated, feel intimidated, experience fear, become unsettled, act out cowardly and aggressively. Practice peaceful living peacefully. Do not allow space for the devil to use you to trip you up in your life. Emotional buying, emotional eating is wasteful eating. Talking about nothing and gossiping about everything. When we seek peace, we choose to live on purpose peacefully. I'm encouraging you to pursue peace and to make the necessary plans to rid yourself of all the peace dealers in your life. Being peaceful on purpose is an important secret to living an exceptional life God has planned for us. World peace, family peace, peaceful communities and homes starts with us. The domino effect has been put in motion. Don't be the person where the flow of peaceful living stops. Thank you.